stillness in this room. The field of mindfulness and metta that we have created together. By now, perhaps having a sense of how you can enter into your sitting practice in a way that feels enthusiastic, settled, curious. Sometimes if the energy is low, a brief reflection on gratitude or our intention can raise the energy level. Or perhaps if there's a lot of energy, we might start with a body scan down the body, feeling the cushion and the chair and the contact with the earth, the calming presence of this grounded connection with the earth element. allowing the attention to settle with our anchor experience. Even noticing that the energy with which we approach this can be balanced, not too loose so it flies away, not too tight so that we strangle life. but a sense of ease and receptivity combined with wholehearted interest. And all the other experiences that arise are not interruptions. They're life manifesting, and life tends to manifest with lots of change. So these other experiences that arise are part of our field of practice, of awareness, When the attention is called, we explore, we investigate what is arising, what is present, what is predominant. 
whether it's a sensation in the body, a sound, a thought. an image. And today we're going to add more instructions on connecting with the field of emotions or what are called mind states in Buddhism. So they include emotions Anger, sadness, joy, fear, craving. But also include other states of mind such as sleepiness, restlessness, calm. We don't go out looking for emotion, but sometimes it will become predominant. This mind state or emotion will be what is most noticeable about our experience. And in that case, we turn towards it. Turn towards it with the intention to know it intimately. If there's some mind state that's obvious now, you can follow along in the instructions. If not, no need to find one. You can just listen for future reference. It can be helpful to name the emotion if it's obvious. If it's vague, might just note emotion. Or if it's obvious, we can name it as anger or joy, restlessness, fear, loneliness, happiness, calm. Even the naming of it helps to bring some uh, emphasis on the knowing of it rather than being lost in it. And then because emotions tend to sweep us away into stories, into made-up realms, virtual reality, it can often be helpful to start by seeing if there's some place in the body that we feel sensations connected with that emotion. If there's a physical manifestation we can connect to. If it's joy, maybe there's a feeling, a bubbly feeling in places in the body. If it's anger, perhaps there's tightness in the chest or heat. If 
If it's calm, perhaps the body feels smooth. Restlessness, perhaps the body feels jumpy. We see if we can rest with the emotion in this way, connect with it in this way, just being with the sensations as they evolve. We can also notice the mental experience of the emotion First in the texture of the mind. When this emotion is present, does the mind feel expansive, contracted, flexible, inflexible, tight, spacious? Sometimes it's helpful to notice the patterning of thought. For our practice investigation, we're not super interested in the particular story. But sometimes if we notice the patterns of thought, it can help us not get so swept away in them. Perhaps if it's anger, we notice thoughts of self-righteousness or revenge. If it's joy, perhaps we notice giddy thoughts. Thoughts about how great the experience is. If it's calm, perhaps we notice there aren't that many thoughts. They're quiet. The thoughts that are present are more like whispers and not so compelling. And how does this experience change as awareness touches it? Does it get more intense, less intense, go away, change to a different emotion? Being with the process, moment by moment, as best we can.
And lastly, we notice the relationship with this mind state or emotion. If it's unpleasant, do we notice that we wish to get rid of it, want it to go away? Connect with that experience. There is no right or wrong. The actual experience is the right experience, whatever it is. If it's pleasant, is there a sense of trying to hold on to it, wanting to make it stay? How's that experience? What does that feel like? Or is there equanimity, a balanced mind that's able to be with this experience just as it is? Not holding on, not pushing away. Exploring the truth of our experience as it is, not how we think it should be, how we've heard it should be, how we wish it were, but just as it is. Our own life, our best teacher. And when the experience either fades or we find that we're getting scattered and lost in thought, pulled into the story, or when we find that we're feeling overwhelmed, then it's good to move away from this experience. Come back to your anchor. Sometimes if the overwhelm is strong, you may want to open your eyes, stand up, Find some way to come back to some sense of groundedness, some sense of stability. This is really important part of practice also. How do I take care of this heart, mind, body when a strong emotion is sweeping me away? We let life teach us. Part of life is this realm of 
emotional experience and mind states. We let awareness and connecting with the experience teach us We learn that it's not personal but universal and yet it is ours to deal with at this time. And lastly, remembering if there's confusion, not sure what to do, you have this refuge of your anchor to come back, rest, settle, connect with simplicity.
Do you have questions this morning about connecting with emotions or mind states or other practice questions? Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.